cash Sick, moves everything around joint. me. Cream, get the here money. Here I grew up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job. Had second hands. Moms bounced on old men. So then we moved to Shallon Land. What's up, everybody? Christy here, your head systems trader at MacroOps. And I'm following up yesterday's podcast with Alex Barrow, the head macro strategist here at MacroOps, who had a pretty bullish call going forward. Alex comes at things with a very macro lens using all the macroeconomic data, reports, and adds a layer of technical analysis in his own proprietary recipe of how he views the markets. So I wanted to follow it up because it seems rather important that I have the exact same beliefs and the same bullish calls in the market that Alex has. And I've come to my, I've come to my conclusion through my technical, I'm, I'm more of a technical trader, price action and systems. So I don't really take any external um, macroeconomic data, any sentiment, any of those sort of things into the picture. I just use what what I have back tested and 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 the work I've done is almost all technical. It's quantitative, technical, and price action. And the reason I find I think it's important that I'm that I that I come on the podcast, do the solo cast, and talk about it is because. Independently of Alex, I have the same, pretty much same conclusion on U.S. equity indexes and pretty much a new bull leg in the, uh, in the U.S. equity market. And that doesn't always happen. <laughs> it doesn't always happen where him and I align on those sort of things. He's usually right, <laughs> uh, and, and he has a longer-term horizon. Um you know, where, where I'm at usually is the next few days to the next week is usually my, the extent of my horizon. It's occasional that I have a watershed moment where I, I discover something that it, everything lines up, everything makes sense. And it is just blatantly obvious. And when those times happen, we have some pretty amazing returns. The thing about it is there is a lot of stuff that happens in between those completely obvious moments, and that's where I spend most of my time trading. It has been pretty much my opinion that we were going to spend the rest of 2019 going sideways. And while I still think that is a completely viable outcome where we would be looking at 3,000 high, to about a, a 2,800 low and, and just kind of bounce around in that lane for the next uh, three to six months. However, as we're coming into the fourth quarter and Q3 earnings reports coming in, everything's extremely bearish, okay? That's not really part of my technical research. But when I put together, I put together a new equities earnings strategy and I'm starting to see that what is being priced in, what people are positioning at is defensive. People are looking at a recessionary portfolio. 
And so most likely what's going to happen is we're going to have a lot of earning surprises. And also we're probably going to have more stock buybacks where dividends are going to pay more than the U.S. Treasury and then 10 years. So when you can own a stock like Microsoft and get paid a dividend more than you can with your treasuries, like money's going to flow into equities pretty aggressively there. That seems pretty obvious to me. So all the, you know, kind of all these things that are coming up, we, you know, some bearish tones, we have this recessionary market looming. Everybody's really worried about what's happening and the market's right up there at above 3000, currently 3012 on the S&P uh, December futures. And when we're looking at a market like that, the upside surprise is not priced in, believe it or not. Especially one thing we talked about yesterday, Alex and I talked about is the large amount of cash that is sitting on the sidelines that needs to start get deployed to the market. And you know, what is looking good right now? Treasuries are not looking that good. They just cut them another 25 basis points. But you can get some really amazing names in a market that is not not dealing with the emerging market issues uh, that are paying really amazing dividends. And you can get that here at all-time highs. But the thing about this place where we're at with all-time highs, and I don't want to, I don't want to understate this enough. In order, if, if in fact we do take off into another bull leg, may happen today, may happen next week. It may take a month or two or three. It, who knows? Most likely as we get into October is when things are really going to start to take off as earnings start to come in a little bit better than reported. But what I've got here is we've taken, we went from an extremely low volatility period through the summer. Um, and then we've taken a couple legs from last September to December's major sell-off. Uh, we were at that from 2,300 to 3,000. And we started to wear that off. Now, what does that mean? To me, is we have the potential for a measured move breakout here. And the measured move would be 3,006 or uh, 3,029 high and 2,883 low. So that is 200... This brings us up into about 32 to 3300 on the S&P 500. That also on the Dow, that brings us up to about 296 to 29700, just shy of 3000 or 30000. That's not to say we don't see 30000. All it is to say is that's what a measured move would look like from where we're at today. So we're currently trading at 3000. We could get up to 32 3300 on the S&P we could get up to, if we're currently trading at 27,000, we could up, be up near 30,000 on the Dow. And what's more interesting to me is the Russell. The Russell has underperformed and just continues to underperform uh, the rest of the markets. But 
when the Russell, if we do start on this next bare leg, the Russell has a lot of room to go just to get. Now, here's the exciting part. The high, let's call it about 1750 to the low, let's call it about 1250. That's a 500 point move. So we still have to get from currently 1500, 1700, we still have to get another 200 points to get to the breakout point on the Russell. And then we have another 500 points to go from there. So that brings us up into 2200 on the Russell. And this is where I'm probably going to build the majority of my position on the long side as we move into this bear lake. Everybody's counted out. We Basically, the, the small caps have been counted out. Everybody's going to be pining in on the big one. And yes, Dow's going to perform. S&P's going to perform. But if we are really kicking off on a full bear leg, the Russell is going to participate and you're going to get the biggest move. Uh, so we're looking at, that's um, 200, 500, 700 points. So for each Russell contract, I think that's $70,000 uh, per contract if you trade the Russell, the regular. And you could do you know 7,000 if you're trading the micro contract. But in addition to that is as small caps come back into favor, if that happens, <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of names that are really beaten down. And, and my boy, Mr. Bean, our value guy, is probably going to have a whole lot to say about what is going to outperform. Also, Alex has done a really great job of finding, uh, he's, him and uh, Bean have been spending a lot of time together working on some of those names that uh, should potentially put in some, some big moves. So those are the things I'm looking at. Dollar probably not going to get too weak. I would say that, you know, <laughs> I expected more of a sideways equity market than I did a rally from here, but things are really moving in that direction. We've stress test the market enough with this whole China trade talk and tariffs and all those sort of things. And the market took shots to go down, but never could break, just couldn't go any lower. And since then has pretty much moved higher. Now, what I want to focus on here, one more thing, is that individual traders like myself, like I don't manage a billion dollar, a hundred billion dollar fund. I, you know, I manage my own money and I represent about four to five percent of total trading volume in the market. So when I come in and I say, yes, I'm going to buy Russell and I'm going to do this and I, you know, you know like I, I, I am buying it in, you know, small contract sizes. The reason that this stuff is actually going to move is that the bigger institutions, the bigger firms have cleared up their thinking and are looking to position to the upside. With gold not really heading off, I think a lot of indecision has been rooted out of the market. With Jerome Powell coming in talking about, uh, you know, they do have ammo, they do have the ability to do things, and they are doing the same job that they always have. They, they're not making any mistakes these days. It seems to be very, very clear. And though the world looked like it was going to end a week or two ago, it looks a lot more like that was just overblown. And so we're coming into a position where there is a lot less 
indecision and that's gonna there it's much easier to get positioned with indecision the final step on this and this is a this is a little bit weird of a prediction but i do believe that once the presidential election is figured out once they once the markets pretty much understand who's going to be making policy and what's going to be happening from there that we're going to see the market take off and that could be the um that could be the big catalyst so what i'm expecting is that that's going to the last bit of indecision meaning we know who's going to be president for the next uh the next term once that gets figured out the markets are probably going to be it will have been resolved in the market. The mar when the market rallies, the answer is there. It's already everybody's already taken positions on it, and you're not going to see uh, you're you're not going to see the markets waver as much. So my thoughts are, Yang is going to cause a whole bunch of havoc between Warren and Bernie. Who, if either Warren or Bernie were to take on uh, Trump, it could be somewhat of a battle. But most, li most likely what's going to happen is they're going to they're gonna slash and burn. Yang's going to slash and burn and really cause a lot of chaos between uh, Bernie and Warren. And Biden, believe it or not, is going to slide to the lead and he will get the nomination. When Biden gets the nomination, I believe that Trump will decidedly beat Biden. No question about that versus how much more challenge it would be with Bernie or with uh, Warren. And once Biden becomes the clear winner, I say the market is going to, it may react here or there and, and get a little wonky, but soon after it will get the legs that it needs and the market will be ripping. These are all factors. We, you know, as we come into people are, you know, maybe some good news happens. Maybe there is some talks with Iran. Okay, we get a leg up. Earnings comes in, we get another leg up. And then we understand who is going to be the Democratic ticket. And if it's Biden, the market will react most likely positive, assuming that Trump will have an easy victory over Biden. And we're off to the races. And we hit our 30,000 Dow, we hit our 3,300 Russell, and we hit our 2,200, I'm sorry, uh, 32, 3,300 S&P, and 2,200 Russell. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at a little bit more weakness in the metals. I think that's going to be figured out. They're going to realize that, yep, that wasn't it. We're not chasing anymore. Uh, we're probably going to get uh, continue to have a little bit more dollar strength. I don't think we're going to get too much more out of the, uh, the rest of the world as far as uh, currencies go. And, yep, bullish. So... I am reiterating and coming in from my own angle, angle, the bull call on U.S. equities. I am supporting Alex's opinion on that one. And I think this is, uh, this is a really great opportunity. It's kind of nice to see the day after the Fed um, announcement yesterday, we got, we got a nice rip up. Uh, on the open, meaning there was a lot of uncontrollable buying and, and that kind of has subsided. And what that means to me is institutions got positioned. Once they digested everything, things started to get, they, they had an understanding of what they wanted. 
they they're ready to get in. They took on risk. They they've taken positions, and a lot of them are positioned now. And so the next week or two is probably going to be some some buying. We're probably going to be up near the top before something uh, some catalyst kicks us higher. So that's uh, so that's what I got today. And as always, I want to remind you: reach out to me, Chris D Macro at Chris D Macro on Twitter or chris at macro-ops.com. If you have any questions, um, if you like this podcast, please give us a uh, five-star rating. Give us a review. Let me know what you want to hear more of, who you want to talk to, what sort of uh, other products we could be uh, delivering to you. And I thank you all for listening and have a happy bullish, bullish Q4.